This is an ABC podcast. G'day, Dr Carl here. We are currently in a state of energy flux. Electrical supply is shifting to renewable sources. So batteries are becoming very important. It's still early days for batteries and a few weird situations are popping up. For example, can you believe that it might be cheaper to power your whole house from your electric car battery rather than buying batteries specifically designed for house use? A battery supplies electrical power thanks to chemical reactions. These reactions start with high energy chemicals and convert them to lower energy chemicals. Some of the difference in chemical energy is turned into electrical energy. The word battery was coined by Benjamin Franklin in 1749. He used the word battery in the military sense of a bunch of weapons working together. The word battery can mean either an individual electric cell or a group of electric cells linked together. The first electrochemical battery was developed by the Italian physicist Alessandro Volta in the year 1800. It was a stack of zinc and copper plates, separated by paper soaked in salt water. These batteries were not very practical. By 1836, John Frederick Daniel invented the first practical battery. In fact, it was reliable enough to power the electric telegraph networks. The Daniel cell had a copper sulphate solution inside a copper pot, which in turn sat inside a container filled with sulfuric acid and a zinc electrode. Electric battery technology had advanced enough that by the early 1900s, some of the early mass-produced motor vehicles were powered by electric batteries. But liquid fossil fuels had a much greater energy density which was a huge advantage. A kilogram of petrol holds about 46 megajoules of energy. That's about 25 times more than a kilogram of lithium metal battery, which holds only 1.8 megajoules of energy. Now, raw energy is one thing, but efficiency is another. With petrol, only about one third of the energy in the petrol ends up pushing the car down the road. The rest is wasted as heat. But with an electric battery, about 90% of its energy will drive the car. That's a three times increase in efficiency. Now getting back to houses, let's say that it takes about 100 kilowatt hours to run a house for about 10 days. And now let's talk about powering that house with batteries. If you buy a set of popular home batteries with roughly 100 kilowatt hour capacity, that would cost you about $73,000 US. That's a lot. But say instead you buy a ute, specifically the best selling car in America for the last four decades that just now has been released in a fully electric version. This ute comes with a 100 kilowatt hour battery, but costs only about $42,000 US. 
It's also set up for V2G, which stands for Vehicle to Grid, which means that the car can both recharge from the grid, as well as send electricity to your house to power it. So for about $30,000 US less than the dedicated home batteries, you get enough battery to run the house and you get a twin cab ute thrown in for free. Of course, you'd need some rewiring to your house, which would cost another $6,000 US, but you would still be about $25,000 US ahead of buying the dedicated home batteries. The car company is overwhelmed with orders for their electric ute and has sold them all until the end of 2023. Now, the car company has to be making a profit. And the home battery company? Well, they must be making a huge profit, perhaps more than just a reasonable one. On one hand, with economies of scale kicking in, electric batteries are going to become much cheaper. Plus, at the same time, new technology has already made laboratory prototype lithium batteries that are much more powerful in terms of energy per weight. And also, other lithium batteries that have much shorter recharge times. And the latest surprise finding is not only can the lithium batteries be recycled very efficiently, but that the recycled batteries actually perform better than the original batteries made from virgin lithium. So, floor the ute and heat the floor, all from the same car battery. It might be why they're called a utility vehicle. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.